Welcome to Candid the Podcast, where the guest and interview episodes feature the learnings and experiences of some fantastic people in my life as they pursue their dreams and live in their purpose, whatever stage they might be, whether it's at the very beginning or smack bang in the middle of things, where it's all about just staying afloat or somewhere at the peak, where it's cocktails, wedding bands, securing that promotion, whatever success may look like for them as we step further into adulthood. As for the solo episodes, like this one, these are just me sharing some ideas. I don't claim to be an expert, just a millennial trying to make sense of things. On that note, let's get into it. Hard work is hard. I know, groundbreaking, but it is. Hard work is hard and being human, there is a very simple and easy solution to address this problem. That's to not do it, to pack it in, to quit, and just avoid it altogether. But that's not always the answer, because as Curtis McHale puts it, you just need to differentiate between things that are hard and a waste of time, and things that are hard but are helping you make progress towards your goals. And one way I'm trying to make that distinction in my life is by using a quote by Seth Godin that says, If you're trying to succeed in a job or relationship or at a task, You're either moving forward, failing behind, or standing still. These are the only three options. I love this quote, and I think it's a great framework for decision making, and I'll be using it to figure out whether the choices I'm making and the outcomes are going to be moving me forward, pushing me back, or keeping me where I am. And just thinking about which one of those situations I'd rather wake up to the next day. And the way that failure fits into this is that even though things may not be going to plan, you may still be moving forward and that can only be a good thing. And just a quick comment on using quotes for motivation and empowerment. I did a poll the other day on my personal Instagram on whether people have internal narrators in their heads or experience their thoughts in non-verbal ways and I think it helps explain a few things. One of them being why some people love short sharp quotes for motivation whilst other people can't stand them and don't get to the point. As someone with an internal narrator I love having these short memorable quotes at hand because It means I can quickly reframe my thinking and redirect my train of thought towards my priorities and by doing so, opt for the path of action instead of the path of avoidance or procrastination. One idea that I found helpful is essentialism, the disciplined pursuit of less and being an essentialist as described by the author is The way of the essentialist isn't about getting more done in less time, it's not about getting less done, it's about getting the right things done, which is basically about prioritizing and learning to say yes to the right things and no to the right things. And I think this actually ties in with the conversation we've had before and the conversation had with Chantelle about planning out life, where you allow for spontaneity and openness in one area of your life, but have a very regimented and strict approach to another area of your life so your professional versus your personal being being an example and I guess that could be one way of making a start and putting in the hard work 
because by deciding which area needs the most work you can then focus your attentions and prioritize that area and one of my favorite points raised in the book is this idea of the power of extreme criteria where when faced with a choice if the answer isn't a clear yes then it is a clear no and I find that really helps with indecisiveness and it's also a really great way of managing your cognitive bandwidth as well in that you say I only have so much energy and time that I'm personally willing to spend planning something out in that much detail and that meticulously and I may as well use all of that up for this part of my life because the results that come out from that area are very important to me and I'm happy to use up all my capacity for planning within that area to get the absolute best results that I can get. In doing that, you are essentially deciding on what are the most essential goals in your life and you then allocate your decision-making capabilities and your energies towards that area because otherwise you're opening yourself up to decision fatigue where you can just end up putting way too much on your plate and setting yourself up for evenings where you are pulling your hair out because you're just over it. Something that's also useful for getting yourself into a place where you can get started on doing the hard work is reviewing what your avoidance techniques are. Um, and I've been reviewing my own avoidance techniques which has been great fun insert sarcasm sound effect here and that basically means just paying attention to what activities you opt for instead of doing the things that actually need doing by doing that it becomes a lot easier to check in on yourself and redirect yourself away from the diversions and back to the main task at hand and sometimes it even works to reframe that avoidance technique as a reward system so if you're working over the weekend but you actually would rather be watching a Netflix episode of something then you can use that as a reward for actually completing your work because then you know that you'll get to enjoy what you actually want to do guilt-free because you've actually completed the task you need to and you also get to get through the task you need to get through. I genuinely believe that if you want to get anything done, a great place to start is by reviewing your mindset and approach to life and that that is what truly makes the difference. It isn't about finding a set of steps or instructions to follow, but about understanding the underlying mindset behind the actions or the results that you're seeing and admiring in others. Using the 5am rule as an example, it's all well and good to say that if you get up at 5am you'll be incredibly successful but the action itself devoid of a reason behind just it's what everyone is doing is meaningless. That's because you'll get up at 5 in the exact same mindset as when you went to bed and you'll wake up the exact same person you were the day before except now you're cranky because it's 5 in the morning and it goes against your circadian rhythm and you could argue that biologically you are not in your best form and you're simply not optimized to function highly at that time in the morning. I must say, as a little side note, that I'm unreasonably against this idea for someone who hasn't even tried it because I am absolutely not a morning person. 
but instead if you hear the rationale and the context you can get an idea of the mindset that's required to successfully have 5am mornings where they are the only and the best option for you and one example I've heard is from an influencer and entrepreneur who is a mother of three boys and the reason that Ellie starts are a priority for her and are a key to her success is that it allows her to have some time to herself in the mornings before she has to get into her mom mode, wife mode, business mode. So starting her day at 5 a.m. is essential to her having a great start to the day. And because of that, they are absolutely non-negotiable and are extremely essential towards her having a great day and her reaching the success that she has experienced. So for me, the mindset to have around early starts in the 5 a.m. rule is that it's important to carve out time at the start of your day before you have to be on in any capacity and to use that time for whatever sets you up for a great day whether that's planning, meditating, working out or all of the above so it's not that 5am is this magic time that cures people of all procrastination, laziness or whatever rather the why behind the decision is strong enough to overcome Another great idea I've come across is to do the most difficult things first, always. And for me, what I've found is that by tackling the biggest objects first, it sort of stops the dread you feel towards that one thing, kind of spreading out to the other activities that you have coming up and just sort of leaving you overwhelmed. But by breaking down the day and breaking down the task list into the individual components, you get to identify which activity specifically is causing the most anxiety or has you feeling the most nervous. And instead of looking at a long list of items and feeling that combined impact, you instead can isolate the biggest contributors to your stress essentially, and you can get rid of those first and by getting rid of those it sort of frees you up to complete other tasks and lightens your load essentially this then just frees up your cognitive bandwidth or mental or mental bandwidth depending on the term you prefer which then makes the remaining tasks far more pleasant to complete and easier as well because you actually have increased capacity now as you continue on with your day this idea of having a cognitive bandwidth is very interesting and I do love that concept and it's basically about how our brains can only do so much, can only process so much in a given day and personally it's one of those areas that I'm focusing on refining my understanding on and applying it in my life because when it, especially when it comes to being more productive and working towards achieving my goals because essentially as we get older life gets more complicated in that there are more moving parts there are more people involved relationships involved in our journeys and it's important it's important to stay on top of all these moving parts especially if you want to have a positive experience of it all whilst managing the complexities that come with it for some people this might come naturally or they've been developing the personal management skills needed to stay on top of everything since they were very young or it's just their personality type and it just suits that kind of ask and that kind of demand. Either way they're in a position where they can operate almost on autopilot and they don't have to spend 
too much time creating systems to accommodate the demands of their lives. If you're not in one of those groups, then it's a matter of finding systems of working that allow you to bring out the best in yourself and be the best version of yourself in a way that lets you commit to the goals that you want to stay on top of everything and be motivated consistently enough to see the results that you want and that is what I am trying to achieve through this podcast and through my own personal development journey is what habits and behaviors can I adopt and refine in my own life to enable me to become the best version of myself and experience the best out of my life and to make the most out of it. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. This has been Candid the Podcast on getting on with the hard work and some of the approaches that I'm finding really useful in doing so. Happy to learn more about what you do to motivate yourself and even in the absence of motivation how you get yourself taking action and getting results in your own life please do share happy to listen and again this has been kind of the podcast i hope you have a great day